Happy New Year and welcome back to the 126 Podcast. This is Season 4, Episode 16. It's a new year. It's a new episode of the 126. Can y'all believe that we are 16 episodes into our fourth season? Well. I can't. Some things change, like the new year. Some things never change. We just keep on rolling forward with the 126. Mm -hmm. But we never run out of great guests. We don't. don't. That's what's so awesome. And I don't think we're running out anytime soon. We have like too many ideas. Well, they just keep coming up through the the ranks, too. That's true. You know. This is a it's a great place to glean guests from. And we're real popular, so well, people want to be on here. Okay, at least she is. <laughs> yeah, I think we are. Yeah, she's the most popular person she knows. Well, hey, it's got to start <laughs> in my brain. Yeah, are you also the most humble person you know? Absolutely, yes, I'm the best at being humble. Yes, right. I'm a sinner saved by grace. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's jump over to the week. Well, I really already set this up. Happy New Year indeed to us. We're right in the middle of uh, some fun basketball seasons. And I do want to shout out the the Forney High School Boys basketball program. Uh, I'm really excited about our guest today and and for a lot of reasons. Uh, The main one being super obvious, but uh, he was a basketball player too back in the day. We'll get to that in just a minute. But the Forney High School Boys basketball program right now is state ranked. First time in, or, uh, you know, Recent memory, anyway. Mm-hmm. It's one of the best, really, all-around basketball teams probably since I've been in Forney ISD. It's, they're really fun to watch. Um, they're just getting started in District 14-5A play. So uh, we were in an administrative meeting yesterday, and I was encouraging people to go watch them play. Not that you can't go watch any of our basketball teams play because they're all playing hard. They're all in the mix of district. Uh, they're all competitive, but it's kind of a special team, I think. And uh, they've already put together like a 20-2 and two record going into the season. Uh, got some really nice tournament wins. And, uh, um, you know, they've got Lancaster coming up on their schedule, who's number eight in the state of Texas in 5A. We're pushing up and getting closer to the top ten all the time. So that's a good rivalry looking forward to. Do you know if we're hosting them first or we're going there first? Man, you put me on the spot okay. here. I don't have it in front of me. Uh, I think we're going there first. Um but, um, you know, we get we good thing we get to play them twice. So right. either way, we're going to get them here. Forney High's little schedule is interesting, too, because 14 5A plays uh, same site, same night. So the boys and girls varsity teams both play. They both got wins last night against Ennis. Yep, and, shout uh, out to Coach Hebert. Yep. So we're – And his staff and girls, 19-point win. There you go. So uh, girls program, fighting along – uh, of course, North Forney's doing well too. The girls and boys both look look good right now, and uh, and um, but that that Forney boys team is just a really special team to watch. So I would encourage everybody to go out and watch it. It's and we're going to have some great student athletes out in the world in a few years, maybe one or two years from that team. We love when our student athletes go on not only to do great things in our program, but really to represent. Um, the athletic program in our school district as they get out in the great big world. 
So I'm super excited about this guest today. Oh, were you wanting to go ahead and introduce him? It seemed like a natural transition for you. So go well, ahead. it is kind of a natural transition. I was building this way. We are uh, really fortunate and blessed uh, that it's the tail end of the collegiate Christmas break. So I'm happy to welcome Jalen Hutchings to the table. Jalen, thank you for joining us on the 126. Yes, thank you for having me. I'm excited. Good, we are too, and we're going to talk about all the great things you're doing at Texas Tech, and and um, wreck him. He, I see he's wearing his Rep the Rabbit shirt this morning. Got to throw that out there. I think he wears that in Lubbock too. So a lot. I wear it a lot. All right, you Good hear that, stuff. Coach Flaner? I'm always representing for him. Uh, chance I get. He brought a special guest with him mm-hmm. too. Did we got to let him introduce his own special guest? Okay, My mother Felicia. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Felicia Marshall. I work at uh, Smith Intermediate as assistant principal. Well, thank you for bringing a very special guest. Uh, we love to uh, just listen to stories uh, that that rep not just the rabbits, but the Forney family. And so this will be a cra- this will be a fun episode from that standpoint. Oh yeah! And speaking of fun, we got to jump in. Well, all right, and Happy New Year to everyone again, and in honor of those wonderful Texas Tech Red Raiders, today for the subject spotlight, we're talking red soda. Can you name a red soda? Yes. Any red soda. Can I go first? Wait, hold on, hold on. So, like, so (laughs) once you name it, you guys have to name a different one. Right. So, yeah, I want to go first. Okay. Oh, well, yeah. He wants gonna, to go. He never wants to go first. Well, I don't because I only know one. This is a no red. brainer. Yeah. Okay. Big go. Yeah. Okay. Big Red's off the table. Mm. And it's disgusting. Well, it tastes like bubble gum to me. I don't it like does it. taste like bubble gum. <laughs> yeah. And I will admit, Addison, I'm not a Big Red fan. And I know that's kind of a Texas thing. Um, I think it's in the Dr. Pepper family. But. I'm not a big red fan either. So now, are, are we wanting to go this way, or are we wanting to go this way? Let me get my the way, so let's go this way. Okay, all right. I'm going to go with, uh, and I think there are a few different varieties of uh, strawberry soda I could go with, but uh, I'm going to go with Knee High because I think that's an old classic. Oh, Knee High, okay. That's good. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. No one's still named off the oldest one I could think of in my mind. I'm going to go Fanta. Oh, okay, Fanta strawberry. That's, that's, that's the only that's other my one I favorite. Think of, yeah. That's my favorite. Fanta's good. Oh, come on, Felicia. Um, I'm gonna go with Big Red Creams. Ooh, an exotic gonna, pick. Are we gonna allow that? Yeah, no. Are we gonna? Allow, is it red? I, 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 I do believe it's red. And it just is. Put it is out it, there. If not, I'm check. just gonna go with some Kool Aid. The Kool Aid <laughs> is not soda. Red soda with Sprite. Oh yeah, listen. <laughs> Let's be just creative. Throw sprite. <laughs> Let's throw some Sprite in there. Don't know the answer. Just make one. Yeah. So, so there, there were three that weren't named. I got one. I'm a, can what? we can we can we go back it for a second pick? Yeah, go. There, I think Welch's is a pretty common one too, isn't it? What? Welch's no. is a juice. It is. <laughs> Don't they make soda <laughs> too? No, I've got one. Okay. I'm looking at them. What Does about, Welch's make strawberry soda? No. I don't believe what it. What about Crush? Oh, yeah. Crush. Mm-hmm. Crush. Shasta. Crush was orange. Is his orange crush? Does Crush make a red? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What about Shasta? Shasta. That's Shasta. way back in the day. I've heard that one. Strawberry Sunkissed? 
Yeah. Yeah. I didn't, know that, didn't know that was a thing either. Yeah. yeah. I still think Welch's make soda. <laughs> they don't. They <laughs> make grape soda, don't they? No, they it's make juice. grape juice. I know they make juice, but I think they make a soda too. They make all kinds I'm gonna of I'm going to prove you wrong. What about red ribbon red soda? What? Okay. Never. I don't know what that is. Uh, you just... Barks makes a red cream soda. See, told you. There you go. Ah. Okay. <laughs> well, all right. All right, Felicia. Yep. That's a good one. Yeah. Now, you kind of got a special interest in the red yeah. of Texas Tech. Oh, one more. Uh, Mountain Dew Code Red. Y'all ever had that? Yeah, actually, I've heard of that. I've yeah. heard of that one. I have too. All Mountain Dew to me tastes like battery acid, but it's not. No, it's, it's good, oh, but you can tell like, how terrible it is for you. Coach Weaver loves Mountain Dew. Yes, I do. Do the do. Yeah, I mean, Mountain Dew. It Mountain tastes good. good. Yeah, that's it just right. tastes yeah. like it's terrible for you. Yeah. Probably, yeah. You know what I mean? I'm sure it, it is. Those are so good. Yeah. Things that are so good usually are. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. Good one, Coach O. Interesting topic. Well, I try to keep it light, you know. Now, we got strong Texas Tech connections around here, not just with the uh, full-grown man at the table, but also uh, you've got a full-grown young lady that just graduated yeah. from Texas I, Tech. I have a woman. Yeah. I just can't. I, I'm still stuck on three. So, yeah, she graduated last month, and yeah. she's home now, just working out. We're just waiting to get a call from somewhere in Europe yeah. for her to go play. We're just well, waiting. It's a waiting game right now. If you don't get that call, we'll probably have a coaching job open in Forney ISD. Yeah, she knows it. Does she? Because she's got to get a real I mean, job. All, I am always on the recruiting trail. <laughs> I'm going to hit Jalen up next. I yeah. mean, we, we like to bring the good ones back around, too. So, uh, and Forney ISD is a, a partner with Texas Tech, aren't they? Yes, an educational partner. Yeah. Um, I don't know when exactly that's starting, but with the the OC coming, they'll be offering some Texas Tech classes um, in the evenings, like open to the communities and students. And um, it's kind of cool because you can take Texas Tech classes in person. You don't have to take it online. Yeah. So awesome. there should be a lot of Red Raider fans around. Yeah. I'm hoping to get a um, – Adjunct professor job with Texas Tech. Oh, that ought to be interesting. Oh, be cool. I don't know if we can handle the size <laughs> of his head. <laughs> Speaking of, yeah, humble. you will have to call me professor oh. all the time. Mm. He <laughs> strikes me as one. If he became a doctor, he would want to be called Doctor McElvin. I wouldn't. I hate that. That's I. I'm like, we can't come up with two different words for that, oh. really, because we have medical doctors that everybody calls doctor, and then we can't. Like, we have the whole English language at yeah. our disposal, and we can't come up with a different word for your third degree. Well, we have important doctors in our department. That's we, right. We call our trainers docs. So. We do. Yeah, we may, we were talking about this yesterday, people having their master's and getting their doctorate. And I said, we already call you guys doc, and you don't even have a doctorate. <laughs> How special is it? Well, all right, let's get into the uh, heart of this program. And... Uh, Jalen, you what year did you graduate Forney High School? I graduated twenty eighteen. Twenty eighteen. All right. So, uh, and I I got I want to start out with this, not to start out on a negative, but this is a negative to me. That's a great positive. And I told I was telling Coach O yesterday when we knew you were going to be a guest on the program. Um, and I, and we always hope we encourage our kids to listen to this podcast because we've we've got. We got great people in our school district, right. not just coaches, although we're super proud of our coaches, um, not just student athletes, although we're extremely proud of our student athletes that are in our programs. We've got so many people that are great that are connected to it. And you're out there, you know, you're on television doing great things, representing Forney ISD in a way. But if you go back in memory, um, you had 
a very challenging situation in your senior year that turns into a great success story, in my opinion. And uh, you tore your ACL right, right before your senior right season. Senior yeah, and your junior year, um, I mean, I remember watching your you play football and just being blown away because you're you know you're the you're the leading tackler on the team, you're the leading rusher on the team. I mean, you're on the field all the time. Obviously, right. your motor is just ridiculous, and uh, your athleticism is just ridiculous. And and then I know I'm looking at mom making eye contact with mama. We're all looking forward to that senior year. Like man, he's fixing to just blow the state away. Mm-hmm. And uh, you tear your ACL at the end of summer. Right. <clears throat> And there are a lot of kids that go through that, and it can be a really difficult and challenging thing. It is. It, sure, it is. Sure. But uh, then you turn that around and graduate early, go to tech, and have had this amazing career that continues on. So help me tell our kids and our coaches um, what that experience was like and how you pushed through it and how did it make you better carrying you into college. Um, so first, let me start out with uh, that whole senior year, whole experience was probably one of the hardest situations that I've been through. Like you mentioned before, I was really uh, looking forward to my last year. Um, was having all, all our guys back healthy because I know Aaron, one of our other guys that was very uh, instrumental in our team, he was hurt throughout junior year, and we was looking forward to having everyone back again senior year. And then turn around, um, just you know, having a good time during summer camp uh, at the church camp and. Uh, Playing basketball, just I'm mean, just having a good time, and then jump up and then land on my knee wrong here, pop. And I'm sitting there thinking it's just a, a knee sprain or something simple like that, but I knew in the back of my mind hearing that pop is never good. So um, finding out that I like told my so my mom, what I found out is I went to after I got back from the church camp, I uh, told my mom about it and everything like that. Went get an MRI, and I remember just sitting in my room. And just uh, she walking in, having tears in our eyes and stuff, talking about like the worst is what happened, what we thought is you tore your ACL, and that's when I probably broke I broke down and just um, really was like, how am I going to tell my teammates? How am I going to tell my coaches? Because um, you know I'm a big part of the team, and then just to have me out for the rest of the year, I just knew that uh, I didn't feel like no one's going to take it well. But my teammates. Um, they're really instrumental in me uh, coming back, like keep my mind right, especially like keep me involved through uh, any team activities or that practice. I was always at every practice and stuff. So even though I was on the sideline, I just had to find another way to, uh, I guess, to show my presence, you know, be there for my teammates, even though I couldn't play myself. But um, it taught me a lot, you know, with patience and just sticking with it. Um, I, still had, I still had a lot to look for even though I was hurt because I could play college football. I was blessed enough to where Texas Tech offered my junior year, and they stuck with me even though I tore my ACL. So I set people by my side, you know. And um, it was just one of those moments in time where even though things don't look good, it's always a blessing. Because I'm pretty sure if I never tore my ACL, I never would have graduated early and got an extra semester uh, in college. Um, I never would have uh, just learned the lessons that I learned. So – I mean, the advice that I can give to anyone that uh, goes through something like that or is just kind of waiting on their opportunity, I can just say be patient. You know, just hit, weather the storm, and your opportunity is going to show. And when it, when it does show, you have to make the most of it. So, Well, you hear it from the uh, uh, defensive lineman's mouth. It is, it, is, uh, it is something a lot of kids go through. 
it's on the, I think it's on the upper end of the scale of the kind of challenges that you're going to face in athletics. Mm-hmm. Now, there's all kinds of little challenges. Every game, there are little challenges that kids got to fight through or push through. Or maybe you're not getting play enough, or maybe you're having a bad night, or, you know, the coach is mad at you today, or you're, you and your teammates aren't getting along. Whatever you got to push your way through. We talk about these lessons all the time. Coach, we've talked about pressing diamonds. Got to be under some pressure. Makes you better on the back end. You know, I don't think people really realize there's there's a lot that goes into just being a family that has a student athlete. But when you have one that has a season-ending injury, um, because we've had a season-ending injury as well. Carrington missed her junior year with a torn labrum. And so it is just – it's. It's a village that has to stay positive and uplifting. You know, I'd like to get your perspective, Felicia, on just how you felt as mom, because this was his senior year. Yes, um, it was his senior year. And I I remember like yesterday, because as he was talking, I teared up um, because um, hoping for the best, but knowing that deep down inside that it was is more than what you anticipate. Uh, torn ACL, having to go into the room, stating, hey, you tore your ACL. All of us were hoping this is going to happen, you know, wishing the best. But going through the stages of having to go to the doctor, scheduling the um, the surgery, getting uh, physical therapy, making sure he's keeping his grades up because, number one, your academics is going to be the foremost that's going to carry you through. And Jalen was in um, in um, AP classes, in AP classes yep. and also dual, um, credit. dual credit classes. So keeping trying to maintain that piece was it does take a village because having that mental downer on you. For the athlete, but also as parents, uh, supporting him, going to every game, going to all the training camps and all the uh, traveling that we've done to be able to make that happen. Because it was one weekend that we went to a Friday, we went to the U of H camp, went to Texas, the University of Texas camp, and then we also went to SMU camp. And SMU had already offered him a $300,000 scholarship, you know, so that's kind of where the ball got running, but he was still trying to sell himself. So that whole uh, summer, prior summer, that's what we were doing. We were on the road all the time. And with all of that, like, what happened? What, What just happened? You went to a church camp. You were going to serve God, learn more with your Christian brothers and sisters, and you're playing basketball, and you it what? What happened? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's great. I mean, you spend you spend all summer going to all these camps, right? Playing football, mm-hmm. and you were fine, and then you hurt yourself at church camp. Like yeah. that's not something anybody plans for. Yeah, somebody like that's why I can play. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it was a real soccer. Really. Yeah, and I, I'll say I I didn't know Jalen at all. I was I was helping James Townsend film football games mm-hmm. your senior year, and I hadn't been here. I didn't film the year before, so I never really saw you play in high school. Um, but James had told me, he was like, yeah, that kid over there on crutches, yeah, he's he's probably their best player. He just tore his ACL over the summer. And I just I just watched you on the sideline, and I was like, he's going to be fine. Like, because you could see that you had such a good attitude and you were there to help your teammates. And for a senior in high school to be mature enough to see, like, all right, you know, I'm not playing this year, so it's not about me. I'm going to help out my teammates and be there for them. And when I say he was there, for, I mean, he was he was there. He was the guy on the sideline 
hyping people up, talking to them, you know, pulling them aside, t- talking to them about what he's seeing, things like that. So when I just saw him interact with his teammates and then I heard about the talent, I was like, I'm not worried about it. Well, he became, an, he yeah. became an pseudo assistant coach. Right, yeah. And which is another learning le- a level of learning experience. I mean, I think life happens to you, right? I mean, it's so you're playing pickup basketball at church camp. Right. Um, something's going to happen to everybody. It might be this week. It might be next month. It might be 10 years down the road. But the key is how do you handle it? Right. Um, what do you learn from it? And what do you take forward and apply to the rest of your life? And you've clearly done that. Uh, at to a a great level, a level that we all are impressed with and respect, and I do think that a lot of our kids, uh, young people going through whatever they're going through, can learn from an example like Jalen Hutchings. So you go to Lubbock, uh, you get involved in, in, there. Tell us a little bit about that transition. What happened once you got there? <clears throat> you graduate from Forney High. Now you've 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 been an assistant football coach for a year. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't you didn't pick to be you didn't choose to be, but you were. You get out there and, and in, invest in the team. <clears throat> then you go on out and uh, get started being a Red Raider. Yeah, so uh, I was part of Coach Kingsbury's last recruiting class, so I was really blessed that he gave me the opportunity to be there. But my first like couple weeks there. I knew that none of my high school accolades, uh, anything that I've accomplished in high school, it didn't matter. I was starting from ground zero. And I really had to uh, just put my head down and go to work. I mean, with rehab and just prove myself that I was capable of playing at the next level. And that's one of the another, another main reason why I went to Texas Tech is because the competition level is uh, way higher than, like, let's say SMU, uh, some uh, P, not P5 school. So I really want to prove myself and show everyone that I'm not I'm capable of playing at this level. And just putting my head down, going to work. I remember. Uh, practices where I would say extra like with the older guys I know one guy that I really looked up to was uh, Project Washington he's right now he's with the uh, Baltimore Ravens as a D lineman and he's a guy that really kind of took me in under his wings and uh you know showed me the ropes and stuff so just kind of finding yourself a leader that can uh, show you everything and you just follow behind them and then uh, so the way that the way I started playing was it was my red shirt um freshman year and one of the, the starter went out with the ankle injury and I got put in there, and from that day forward, I've I've never I've uh, started ever mm. since. So, so by someone, even though I didn't ever wish the guy harm that was in front of me, um, I just made the most of my opportunity when it when it presented itself. So that's why I always tell people to always stay ready. Like some of our freshmen now, they feel like um, they can just blow off time. Like when I leave, their time will come, but they don't realize that coaches are always recruiting to to beat them to beat their spot. So. You always need to stay ready, especially when you're in college, because someone new is always coming in every year. There's always a new recruiting class. So you always need to be ready to work, and when your opportunity shows, make the most of it. Yeah. And when that opportunity comes for you to be a coach for 40 ISD, you need to come <coughs> on back. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, obviously you took some God-given abilities with you, or or mama-given, maybe I don't know, but you. <laughs> well, you I think sit- it could be mama-given because uh, mama that, played basketball in college. Okay, yes. all right. I played nope. at South, uh, Panola Junior College for two years, and then I played at Southern Arkansas uh, basketball. I've been stalking his stuff. I was trying to find <laughs> fodder, so you know we didn't know Felicia was a an athlete. We got are you, well. Are you an athlete now? I, yes, I, I'm an athlete. Okay, now. yeah, yes. And yeah. I, my high school was Longview uh, Lobos. Oh, really? Yes. Well, I'm from yeah. 
Now listen, East Texas. they're they're in our district now. Yes, so I'm sorry, be careful. We'll be watching right. you on <laughs> when it comes time yeah. to play them. Yes, you got to. We got to have the right loyalties here. Yes, but I'm part of the Forney family now. It's yes, ma'am. Twenty three years. So, yes. Twenty three years. She's got me beat. That's yeah. pretty good. That's with living in Forney. Yeah. <laughs> well, Jalen, so you go, but. Uh, you take mama's athletic ability. I think you bench. I think I read you bench about five hundred pounds and squat about seven hundred. So, uh, you know, he also yeah. he, he had some attributes that mm-hmm. gave him the ability to be successful at in Lubbock. Um, you got there. You started ever since. You guys uh, had a good season this year. You played a bowl game. That season we ever had in a long time. There you go. And you're right yeah, in the middle was, of it. What was Ole Miss thinking coming over here playing in the <laughs> Texas Bowl against a Texas team? Yeah. That did not go well for them. It did not. No. No, they didn't know what they were getting into with no. Jalen Hutchings over no. there. It was, it was funny because, so, like, the, the couple of days before, we had a rodeo bowl. Uh, and, you know, everybody from Texas, uh, we had we won that by far because we had, like, competitional stuff against Ole Miss. And they didn't know how to lasso. They didn't know how to do anything. Like we blew the water out with uh, the rodeo. So that's kind of cool. cool. That yeah. is cool. That's now, thing. Uh-huh. I want to hear they more about this. Publicize that. No doubt. Yeah, I mean, we had just different competitions. Like there was one where we had to wrestle a uh, what's gonna call it? Uh, Don't say a steer. <laughs> oh lord. What do you call it? Are uh, you in Texas? Come on now. Uh, come what? on now. Come a on sheep? Now. What was? It wasn't it? a sheep. A goat. Calf. A calf. That's okay. what I was looking a for. Calf. That's okay. so they calf down to the ground. Yeah. And we won that by far. You should have seen them trying to wrestle a calf down. Now, Jalen, now I probably could have competed in that. Because I, 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 I did I did catch a heifer in the calf scramble, the Walker yeah. County Fair okay. that I raised. Toot my own home there. Toot, toot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. The but biggest no. one out there in the arena. I got okay. it. That's, that's impressive. All right. Yeah, I just made that about me. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we were hearing about this cool competition between Texas Tech and Ole Miss, and Coach O just steals the spotlight. Right. Okay, yeah. Jalen, go ahead, finish, finish no, with the rodeo bowl. The most, the most important thing is we won, and uh, they were just talking about 60 percent of the teams that win the rodeo bowl end up winning the actual game. So, okay, I think it go. played in our favor. How about mm. that? I think, that, yeah, it's a confidence thing. You got there and beat them one thing, you're like, we can beat you in another one. So, right? Yeah, that's cool yeah. though. I, I would like to hear more you know, college competitions doing things like that. That should definitely yeah. be televised at halftime of the football <laughs> game, for sure. That'd be fantastic. Now, you've been out there in Lubbock a long time. What's your favorite restaurant out there? My favorite restaurant? Uh, I'd have to say either uh, Funky Door is really good. Okay. It's like a up, kind of upscale place. Yeah. They have a really good steak there. Um, and every, the well-known place there is called Spanky's. Spanky's, They're yeah. really good cheese cheese sticks. Mm-hmm. Really good, too. So, fried cheese sticks. Well, those are probably my two favorite ones. And yeah. you're, you're sticking around there, right? You're yeah, one your, more year. Yeah. Um, I'm going to use my COVID year because, you know, COVID mm-hmm. happened. NCAA gave everyone an extra year. Mm-hmm. So, I'm going to take advantage of that and stay yeah. one more year. As so. you should. And you already, got, you already got your undergrad. I already got my undergrad. I got my master's this past December. Oh. So, uh, right now, this next year, I'm working on my business certificate. So go. add some to my resume. Oh. <clears throat> yeah, right. he, I don't know. That COVID year come out overqualified for his first year coach. Yeah. I don't know if we're going to be able to get him. <laughs> Might not be able to get him just yet. <laughs> that that COVID year has turned out to be a really cool thing for for people that are willing to take advantage of it. Well, right. but it, but not a cool thing for like high schoolers coming up, right? Yes, because right. yeah. those spots aren't 
aren't, aren't available yeah, yet. Yeah, there are players who played like six years in college now because yeah. they happen to hit things just right. Mm-hmm. And it's just, yeah, it's, it does make it a little bit harder. Um, but, you know, I guess when does that stop? When do they stop giving people the COVID year? I guess whoever was uh, not involved in the COVID team you had to 2020. Be, right, you just had so to be, you just had to be on, on that 2020, 2020 team. Yeah. Right. But, uh, yep. Yeah, it has definitely messed up some stuff. Like I know, especially with the NFL draft, you have so many players now. It's a bigger, a bigger pool mm-hmm. of players. So, like, let's say if you didn't, if COVID never happened, you have a better opportunity getting picked up. But now, some so many guys are getting undrafted now. There's only so many spots in the NFL draft. Mm-hmm. There's only so many spots in the NFL draft. So um, when all these players are coming in that took advantage of the COVID year, had the extra year, they're just diluting the NFL draft. So yeah. it is definitely kind of. Having his marks in other places should have added so a COVID round, yeah, to the something. NFL draft. Just like one little, mm-hmm. just add an eighth round on there. Yeah, for sure. So now we're assuming that though that that's the next. Those are the aspirations. We're we're looking to see you on Sundays. Yes, after this year, I will declare for the NFL. Oh so, boy! All right. I'm excited. I am excited. I'm saying you only can do it once, so might as well make the most of it. So I'm excited oh, yeah. for sure. So I do have to because I've seen I've seen this happen a lot more now. Than it used to. If you declare for the draft, are you going to try to go or are you going to stay home? Am I going to try to go or stay you, home? You going to try to like go out to where they're having the draft, or are you going to stay oh, home? Oh, I'm going to stay home. Chill I'm out. Gonna stay, I'm going to stay home. Yeah. yeah, I've seen that happen a lot. I've seen like first round guys stay home, mm-hmm. and they just send a camera crew to their house. And I'm like, yeah. man, if I was if I was going up on stage, I would go. I yeah, feel like I would a, have to. Uh, but a guy named Tyree Wilson, he's probably most likely to be a first round draft pick this yeah. year. And I know he was talking about having this. Uh, so he's he's from Alaska. Like most of his family's from Alaska. So he's trying to have he's going to have this draft party at at, at his home. Yeah. So I know I know most people like to go to the uh, where they're having it at. Yeah. But a lot of people like to stay home with their family. I guess if you're in Alaska, yeah, it's tough for family to make the trip. Yeah. So to stay home and celebrate with them. So that's what we had a who was it that came and talked at one of our leads that got drafted, and he said when he got the phone call that he got drafted, he he. He said, great, and he hung up the phone right away because he said, I didn't want him to change their mind. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember who it was. I can't remember who either. We've had, we've we've had, had some, a few professional a few athletes. People, yeah, yeah, get drafted, yeah. go there. Good stuff. Well, I'm going to ask you a few questions here that, uh, you know, you just we, I just want to get your impressions on some right. things. And um, for our listening audience, tell us, you've obviously had a lot of people that have – uh, made impressions on you. You mentioned team leadership mm-hmm. when you came in to Texas Tech and k- guys that took you under their wing. Um, I think you obviously are passing that on and, and being a leader on your team. Right. And you've always been that. You were that in high school. Tell us somebody, uh, one or two, however you want to do it, but tell us somebody that's made a strong impression on you as, as a student athlete <clears throat> and why. Uh, just to give give people an example of what we're trying to get to here in Forney ISD athletics. So, do you want someone from my, my either high way? Days yeah, I mean, it could be it could be any just first person that comes to mind. Yeah, first person that comes to mind that's really gave an impactful, I guess, uh, impression on me. So, I mean, I mentioned Project Washington. Yep, I mentioned him, and I'll probably have to say Coach Randolph, my uh, D line coach, okay, at Texas Tech for. This past year. So what uh, about those two guys? Tell us specifically about those two guys. What was it um, that made them strong leaders? I guess just the discipline that they had. Um, they were the same guy every day. I know, for instance, my coach, he was the same guy every day. No matter how he felt, 
He always all he needed in the morning was a, a hot shower, and he was ready for the day. So he always had a smile on his face. He was always someone that brought the energy every day. Just the same person every day. So you knew what you were getting. And with Roger Washington, he was someone, his work ethic was uh, contagious. And just seeing him, how hard he works, and how it paid off for him. So I just remember, like, um, during COVID, like, obviously every place was closed. So me and him uh, worked out together at one of our friends' houses. And uh, just his work ethic to uh, get to where he is now, like, he earned every every bit of that. So every bit of success, I'm extremely happy for him. And just to see it pay off for him is just, is just amazing. So just the – so Project Washington's work ethic and uh, how he handled um, going about his business and Coach Randolph, like, being the same every day and just uh, his energy being contagious. Coach L, we, I, I mean, I hate to oversimplify this whole thing, but we, we do talk about this so much. If you work hard and you stay positive, almost always good things happen. Yeah, just trust the process. Man, people get caught in the weeds mm -hmm. too much, even us, even us. Yes. And, but it can happen to anybody. It can happen to a parent. It can happen to an athlete. It can happen because of an injury. It can happen because of you don't like what the coach is doing or whatever. But man, if you just stay, po get up, take a hot shower, and be positive, and be and have some energy, and work hard, and stay focused. That's what I, I mean. I did all those interviews, with those professional athletes, and I was always trying to figure out what this, what's the secret sauce. Like, what, how did you get? You know, we did interviews with people that were drafted in the top three rounds of the NFL or whatever, had 10, 15 year careers, and I was always trying to figure out the secret sauce. And after about fifty interviews, I was like, there just isn't one. There's no secret. It's not. It's it really is. Like you said, you hate to oversimplify it, but it's you get up and you just you just work your butt off. Like I talked to a guy about Ladanian Tomlinson, who he he was one of those guys that he was kind of buying his time, and he got to his junior year at TCU, and he's like, I'm going to be the starting running back, and then this freshman shows up named Ladanian Tomlinson, screwed up his whole plan, but he was like, that dude lifted in a helmet and a mouthpiece all the time, and he was like, why are you wearing a mouthpiece? He's like, because I wear one in the game. I got to learn to. He said, if I'm wearing one in a game, I don't want that to that to be like a new thing that I'm dealing with. And he was like, he said, LT works so hard that if anybody just walked in the gym and said, hey, we have a game we forgot about, it starts in five minutes. He's like, I want to be the best player in that game, the game I'm not ready for. I want to be the best player when I'm at my worst. And he worked like crazy. And he was like, that's that's what made him so good. He's like, obviously he was talented, but he's like, yeah. he's the hardest worker on our team. And you're, I mean, that's just, that's what it takes. And it's great to see people that do that, right? Right. It's great to see your, your buddy work so hard and it work out because, I mean, Talking about making it to professional athlete, there are a lot of people that work really hard that don't make it as a professional athlete, oh. but I don't think any of them would trade it. They wouldn't say, yeah, I would rather just go back and not even try, right? Because, like you said, good things almost always happen whenever we work hard. Well, but personal you know what? or professional. I love the transparency in that you can work your butt off and it's still not happen for you. But you just have to trust the process, and you just have to keep your head down. And pretty much that's what he said. Keep your head down. Just do mm -hmm. what you're supposed to do. Be positive. Try to help someone else. That's not. That doesn't mean that something, yeah. you know, is, is not going to happen. Right. Right. It might but not. you're not going to have it a might setback. Not. But, the, but the beauty, the, the silver lining on all that is it's still setting you up for success. Right. In whatever else right. does yeah. happen what, next. What percentage of almost professional athletes ended up being really successful at something else? I guarantee you it's very high. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. to get that close is really difficult. Yeah. And to get that close and, and 
miss you already have or i say miss but you already have all the tools that you need to go be successful in something else so all right another point i was gonna say is like not taking uh the sport that you're in for granted i know a lot of times like when you're tired and you want to go to practice you be like oh, i'm gonna slack this practice well you only get so many during the season so you really need to make the most of your uh your time at practice and being around your teammates because i know like once you get done in high school or in college whatever you you're doing it's like you have a next stage of your life, next chapter, and you have to really adjust and uh, apply the same lessons that you learned from the sport that you're in into the real world. So just like slowing down, taking it for not taking it for granted, and just enjoying being where your feet are. That's another thing our coach always talking about: being where your feet are, not looking not looking ahead and getting uh, sidetracked by everything else. Just be where your feet are. So I think that's another important aspect of it. I heard one guy put it as a baseball player put it this way: he said, "I I know." He said, "I don't know the number." But he said, the number of pitches I will see in a competitive game are numbered. Right. And he's like, every time I see a pitch, that, that, that number's going down. Mm-hmm. And he was, and you could take that for snaps, you know. Right. It's like the number of snaps that you're going to see are, are set. Mm-hmm. And he was like, you got to make the most of every single one of them. Because he's like, you just never know. Like, yeah, that's people, right. People always think you have the whole right. four, like four years. <laughs> I tell you, my high school career went by like that. Yeah. So I mean, even college goes by faster. So <laughs> just, just taking advantage <laughs> of the moment. It seems like yesterday I was watching Jalen his junior year, right, play football, and so yeah, it does go by like that. To speak to to your point about being where your feet are, this is something we talk to our coaches about very often. Coach O in our training. We talk to coaches about your, you are interview whatever your next job is, you're interviewing for it every day. It's not about coming in with your tie on and sitting down at the table and talking about what job you're going to have next. If you're an assistant coach and you want to be a head coach, if you're a head coach and you want to be an athletic coordinator, uh, every day on the job, just like a practice situation for a student athlete, you're interviewing for that next job. Right. And if you, so you're not focused on the next job. You're focused on the job you have. And if you're doing your absolute best at the job you have, people are going to notice. You're going to be successful, and that's going to lead you to that next dot. Right. So, good. It's just, I mean, this is good. This is good stuff. It's good stuff. I wish we could twist the arm of every student athlete and have them listen to this because uh, there is a pathway to success. Mm -hmm. It is. And it's not like... And it goes through Forney. If like it's <laughs> yeah. not, it's not yeah. one of those things. Well, if I was somewhere else, or I was no, no right. it's it's you can do it right here. Yeah, that's sure. I mean, excuses. I mean, yeah. you cannot get used to making excuses. You have to do go out and do it yourself. You know what I'm saying? People make people can make excuses for you all the time, but that's just what's stopping you because you feel sorry for yourself, or you just there's there's always a reason why you can't do something. You don't know you don't you know how many times somebody told me I can't do something and I did it anyways. Like people told me I'm too short to play Division One football. I'm doing it right now. So, I mean, you can't listen to that. Yeah, like I said before, put your head down and go to work. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of people that have been told that. They said that about Mike Singletary. Like, turned into the greatest linebacker probably in NFL history. Like, just, yeah, there's always always some reason why you can't do something. Or, or somebody like, saying something. Right. I might be shorter. That just means I'm going to do it differently. The guy across from me thinks I'm too short, too, and we'll see what happens. Like, yep. you know, so there's always different ways of doing things. You said – be where your feet are at. Do you have any other coachisms that you that you live by that you think about a lot? Because I love those little sayings that coaches have. Yeah, I mean, Coach McGuire, he always says like his whole thing is what's next. So no matter if it's good or bad, what's next? Because it's always going to be another opportunity, or just not if something bad happens, just getting that out of your mind and like what's next. You know, focusing on the next thing once you're uh, when something happens. So always keep it going, moving forward, perhaps. 
Well, you're you are a very uh, mature and insightful young student athlete uh, for us to be able to talk to and listen to, and, and our audience to hear. Bless us with some wisdom this morning. Mm-hmm. We talk about wisdom uh, being from memory, wisdom being derived from experience, even if the experience is bad or challenging or tough. You're going to let the little little guy sitting across from you chirping at you get in your head. Uh, you're going to let an ACL tear ruin your life. But if you got the right mindset, you turn it into an extremely successful collegiate career. And I have no doubt, great success mm-hmm. as you p- push on through that. So we know you're going to declare for the NFL draft at the end of next year. I have no doubt that next year will be a stupendous year for Texas Tech football because Jalen Hutchings is part of that defensive line. Um, tell us long-term goals. What's your, what's your big goal in life, Jalen? So my big goal in life is to work in uh, medical sales. Um, so my, my pathway for that, I got my undergrad in kinesiology. I got my master's in inter- interdisciplinary studies, which is like three concentrations of uh, communication, uh, business essentials, and uh, communication. No, education. Education, leadership, communication, and business essentials are the three concentrations for that. And um, that's for like the sales side. So I, had a plan, I plan to do that. I bet he knocked he forgot, it out. He forgot to say, and I'm probably going to end up, you know, retiring as a coach. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, he's going to come back. <laughs> <laughs> I would say, yeah, if that doesn't work out, I would go to coaching. I, I really do feel like uh, I love football. Singing around the game will also be good for me. So uh, that's just my – if football doesn't work out right now uh, after the NFL – I'll go try to see about medical sales. That's cool. And that's a, there's a lot of I know a lot of I mean, you've been playing football for a long time now. You're you're used to doing that. There's a lot of people that and I hope that works out. I really hope it does. There's a lot of people that have these plans and they get away from the game for a little bit and they're like, Man, this is weird. Right. This is weird. I have nothing to do with football anymore. I have nothing to do with basketball or whatever it might be. And they're like, I gotta scratch that itch somehow. And they come back in some way, you know, whether that's training defensive linemen, you know, one on one or or, you know, coaching or whatever. Uh, I can tell that you love the game. I wouldn't be surprised if you're working around it at some point. Right. You know, even and after working around play. kids. I mean, we know he's yeah. going to be successful in whatever he does. Yeah. But I think that he has a far greater reach than what he even knows. Well, he's got a lot to offer. He's got a lot to offer. And it, 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 it like I said, what gets you to the next dot but the truth is, all the dots behind you connect too. So you're, in a way, you're still you're you got the rep the rabbit shirt on. I mean, it, it shows. But um, truthfully, there are kids in our program now that are looking at you, just like you're looking at the guys that went before you. Right. And there are coaches that are coming up that are looking at the the senior coaches. You know, the the uh, coaches with experience. Uh, and there will be coaches that come along behind them. May not be Jalen one of these days in a coaching polo, but there's somebody coming up that's going to be in that gig. And so the the better we can do at being mentors right. and pass that that um, positivity and work ethic on, uh, the more successful the whole organization is. And so our organization here, we think, is very successful. We're proud of it. Coach Coach O is the most popular person she knows, but uh, she's also extremely successful in her job because we have a great organization here and it's really the heart of the organization is the guys and gals like you uh, that wear the jersey and represent Forney ISD athletics not just on our fields and courts but on the fields and courts beyond and uh, even the ones in life outside of sports 
rarely, just real quick, do we have active collegiate athletes on the show. We've had several former ones or people that are. This is a rare treat. Yeah, it's cool. So I did want to pull up. I've got a few little stats here for those of you who, who may not watch that much Texas Tech football. But for the past two years, Jalen started all 13 games. Um, and I believe I just read that led the defensive line in tackles last year and got more tackles this year. So um, 47 tackles a year ago, six and a half tackles for a loss. This year, 50 tackles, five and a half tackles for a loss. So, um, yeah, who cares how tall you are? I, I ain't worried about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Moving them wrong. Sure. Yeah. Well, we probably should have started out the show with those stats. But, yeah, we should have. You know, I mean, the 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 – Forney Jackrabbit fan out there uh, that likes to keep an eye on our ex-student athletes ought to know mm-hmm. that. Uh, they do now if they listen to this podcast, yeah. but we'll be seeing you on TV again. I have no doubt yeah. about it. And, and you got your first fumble recovery I did. this year. Who was that against? It was against Kansas. Kansas, all right. Yep. Wait, didn't you run it? back didn't he eight run a, yards. Didn't he run a touchdown I in? I ran a touchdown against Oklahoma. There oh, my. Yeah. I was the first person to score that game. So I say, if if I never score, win a one. <laughs> so that was an awesome experience. Yeah. Awesome experience. I did a little running man dance at the end too. Yeah. I did the whole thing. So you got to take advantage of it. Yeah, you don't know when that opportunity. If we weren't in. losing, I probably would have spiked the end zone. I mean, spiked the ball, but yeah. lose at the time. So yeah. that's awesome. Fun. That's awesome. So yeah, y'all, y'all, you know, tune in. Obviously, this season has mm-hmm. has come to an end, but um, tune in next year and watch Jalen's final year at Texas Tech. Um, and you know, like we said, keep up with all things going on in Forney. We got good basketball team right now. Go check that out. Soccer's fired Soccer's up. Yeah, we're back from Christmas break, so they're our girls they're had actually, our first their first like non scrimmage real game mm-hmm. last yeah. night. Yeah. Forney yeah. girls won. Yeah. Scrimmages girls soccer. will go on for a long time. It's like, yeah, it's about a month of scrimmages, yeah. but yeah. So we're rolling. It won't be long. Yeah. We're getting out of that. We're we have a little bit of a lull, lull and we're getting out of it. We're about we're to, about to about hit to crazy spring again. is going to be yeah. sprung, and baseball, softball, and track, and everything in tennis, every spring tennis, spring golf, it'll all be right down on top of us. But that's that's a good thing. It's yes. active active kids in Forney ISD. And, man, if they do stuff like Jalen Hutchings, you just keep the attitude of this guy right here, ladies and gentlemen, good things are going to happen. So, Jalen, thanks for coming. Thanks for having me. We appreciate it. We're rooting for you. Uh, Forney's always behind you. You know that. So that is all the time that we have today. Y'all make sure to tune in next week for a new episode, a new guest. Who is it? I have no idea. We'll see. But we, we know who it is. Well, yeah. I guess, do we, we want to say? Sure, you can. We're ha- It's a family affair next week. Okay. We're going to have on. It, hey, it was a family affair today. Yeah, it it was. really was. We did yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, it's going to be our uh, Forney High Athletic Secretary, Leslie Button. Okay. And her mom, the judge. That's the judge. Right. That's right. The judge. Yeah. <laughs> the judge. Oh gosh, we gotta be on top of our our stuff. You better Next be. Week. She might bring her gavel. <laughs> Addison, we need we need a soundbite. We need to get a gavel yeah. soundbite. Yeah, all right. the judge will be on. Sounds yeah. good. We'll see y'all next week. Thanks for listening. Y'all make sure to follow all the channels. Check all the websites. Keep up with Forney SD Athletics. We'll see you next week.